0: I am interviewing Dada Santosha Nandaji. Namaskar, Dada. Namaskar. Can you tell me why you joined Ananda Marga? Really, it was not a conscious effort to join Ananda to join Ananda that means to become an Ananda I was always thinking how I will get the experience of. Lord Shiva, Lord Krishna, Lord Rama, and several other Gods and Goddesses whose stories I used to hear from my childhood. Mm. But I was always uh, anxious to understand, can I also have an experience like Prahalad, like Meera, or like other devotees and therefore this yearning for the Lord to experience directly was very strong in my mind and I think that is one very strong reason that it brought me close to Baba and then to Manana mark Before meeting Baba, there are people who used to tell me about Baba, Baba's greatness, Baba's miracles, Baba's blessings, grace, so many stories I used to hear. And I wanted that I should meet Baba, who is gifted with such great spiritual occult powers. But the people told me that you can't meet him unless you take initiation, unless you become an Margi, because Baba gives Darshan to Anandamarghi's only. Then I stopped thinking about Baba, and I told him that he is an elevated person, he is such an enlightened human being, and he has kept such a condition that only Anamargis can see him, with him, then uh, I do not think that he deserves my visit. I wouldn't uh, like to see him. Mm. This thought came to my mind. And meanwhile, I was appearing in examination, university examination, and uh, one of my close relatives, who was already an anmargi? he told me that uh, if you have any difficulty in answering a question, you will call Baba and your question will be replied. Then I thought, and I told him that I do not believe in Baba, I do not know him also. How Baba will respond to my request. Then the reply was that uh, you are a believer in God, you have yearning a strong desire to realize God directly. And that God is Baba. So when you make request to Baba, it means you are making request to the God, He you like. So Your answer will be, your question will be answered. So don't have any doubt about it. And their conviction and their such a strong trust in Baba convinced me that, okay, if such an opportunity comes my way, I will make request to Baba. And occasion and occasion came. When I was appearing in University Examination, then uh, uh, I had replied all the questions, but uh, one question was still to be replied. I tried my best, but I could not succeed. And uh, then warning bell, you know, 10 minutes before the Examination Newspaper stopped there used to be sound of warning. And uh, I felt a sort of nervousness that uh, I am missing this question, which has 20 marks. And I was not uh, concerned or worried about passing the examination. I was worried about coming in the merit list for second, third. And it was a hindrance if I missed 20 marks in 100. And therefore, I thought, why should I not call Baba? Even otherwise, I am not able to reply it. Mm -hmm. And if Baba is really God, and He can understand my situation, He will come to help me. So then I said, Baba, I do not know you, but if you are really God, and people, those who know you, they believe that you are God. So if you are really God, you please answer my this question. I have failed with all my knowledge in and intelligence to reply it correctly. Mm. And as soon as this thought occurred to my mind, my hands, my pain started moving. I can say, unconsciously, there it was not a conscious effort that I was applying my mind, my brain and trying to find out some formula, some calculation, just it started moving and I was totally unaware of the movement and (coughs) I became aware when I had answered the question fully and I wrote this is the answer Mm -hmm. and then the final bell rang and invigilator took the copy from me. So I was still suspicious because I had not got opportunity to revise whatever I had applied and since it was a mathematical question. So if there had been any error, then I would have got zero marks. And if it was totally correct, then I will get 20 marks. Or hundred marks, you can say in this in that examination. So I was suspicious whether I have answered correctly or not. So when I came out of the examination hall, then I told my friends, I have you attempted that question? So those who had attempted, they told me the answer, which was also my answer. So I got then excited and I told him, oh, now I have got him, <laughs> now I have attained him. I, they thought that he has gone, mad. whom you have attained, whom you have got. And I, it was not possible for me to explain to them. So, but in a sort of frenzy, I ran from there and I came to my residence and told all the persons that, you see, this has happened. And now I realize Baba is God Mm. and uh, I want to take initiation now. So this way Baba came in my life first and then I came in contact with Hanuman. Maharaj. And so it is by His grace that this this feeling or this internal impulse always remains in my mind that Baba is God. So, Dana, just last question, Um, you were a political prisoner for many years in jail in India uh, over a, I think, Mistra case? It was during the days of, dark days of emergency, Hmm. when Sri Matindra Gandhi, who was then the Prime Minister of India, she had imposed internal emergency in India. And she had taken very great draconian measure and had banned Anand Marg also. Mm-hmm. And during that period, I was also sent behind the bar. And the main reason I understand is uh, that in Delhi, where I was posted by Baba, I used to uh, organize processions, demonstrations, sit-ins, um, hunger strikes in front of the residence of the then Prime Minister Srimakindra Gandhi. It was because Baba was in jail and Baba was frequently subjected to torture, humiliation by CVI and this used to agitate my mind that my spiritual master is in jail and he is not being given fair treatment. So that's why whenever I heard that some problem has been created by CVI, I used to take procession to the residence of Hindra Gandhi. So every month, almost every month in 72, 73, 74, I used to conduct uh, this type of demonstration in education. And uh, because of this you know, aggressive movement by me against the then administration, then governance and CBI, the government was very much agitated and they wanted to teach me a lesson. So they got the opportunity and Sri Alan Mishra, who was then the railway minister, who was killed in a bomb blast. And they arrested me, they took me, because that time I was in uh, Mm. the capital of Bihar and there this incident had taken place in Samastipur, nearby that uh, capital of Bihar, Patna. And uh, they got information that I am here by defectors of Anandmark and they arrested me and they put me in their custody for one continuous month and their first question was that now we have caught you and you will be sent to the jail. Do you still believe that Baba is God? Then I told them if Baba is God then my belief or my disbelief is immaterial. I may not believe, but if He is God, He will remain a God. Mm. And if He is not God, and I believe that He is God, it will not make Him God. Mm. He is God only if He is really God, not because of my belief. Mm. My belief is dependent upon His Godhood. Mm. His Godhood is not dependent upon my belief and I believe that he is God. Then they told me that uh, if he is God, it means he must have come to know that we have arrested you. Then I told them, Mm -hmm. he must have come to know not a blade of grass can move without his will. They told me, you are the student of science and you are talking such dogmatic things. I said, No, it is not the question of dogma. It is a a, a glaring reality. It is a reality which I have experienced day in, day out. So you see that you have been arrested because of his will? Because you say that not a blade of grass can move without his will? This means he wanted it and that's why you have been arrested? I said, Yes. He wanted it, and that's why I am in your custody. Then they told me that he can also get you released. I said, well, certainly. So, uh, you call him and he will release you. I said, "I there is no need to call him. He knows what is the right time for my release. And the moment he wants me to secure release, no power under the sky can keep me in your custody. Write down in your diary that the moment he wants, I will go out. Then they said that that day will never come in your life, Santu You will be hanged and your dead body will go out of jail. And when they repeatedly said me these sentences, that your dead body will go out of the jail, then, you know, my hands were, uh, uh just uh, a mm-hmm. Uh, there was, you know, uh, it? Eh? A fetter was in my legs. Mm-hmm. Handcuff. My hands were handcuffed. But with this handcuff, hands, I just punched the devil Mm. and told him that, well, I will die one day because I am a mortal being. Mm. But I tell you that from the jail, I will go out alive. Mm. (laughs) When you say that my dead body will go, what authority you have to say? Mm. It is an unauthorized statement. Mm. God alone is the controller of life and death. So you have no business to interfere in the scheme of the Lord. Mm. So but when you say that my dead body will go out of the jail, then I also say that I will go out of the jail alive. Mm. And by Baba's grace, I came out Mm. alive. And those who challenged me, (laughs) they left for the heavenly abode. Mm. They are no more physically alive. And many things happened, brother, uh, in which one I want to share with you that uh, there were two big cases against me and my friends. Mm. One was the murder of the then cabinet minister, Alan Misra, or another is attempted murder Mm. on the life of Chief Justice of India. Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of India. So that case was heard first, the Supreme Court Chief Justice case. And uh, uh, the Chief Justice had already deposed before the court. And the last uh, statement was by the I.O. investigating officer of that case. (coughs) And uh, When he came to the courtroom, the judge had not yet arrived and he he called me and he talked very friendly and he said that, have you read the statement of Baba which was printed in the newspapers? I said, yes, I have read it. Baba's trial was going on at Patna. Baba was also in the prison that time. And Baba just was questioned by the court regarding the evidence which was brought by the CBI against him. And he has replied every question. So in that reference, he told me, you have read the answers. I said, yeah, I have read it. The answers were such. That they asked, Baba, you claim that you are Tarapram. You are the third in line of Shiva and Krishna, your name is Sri Mutiji. Ji, I like this." Mm. And Baba said, no, I never said I am Tārak Brahma, I never said I am the third Tārak Brahma, preceding, uh, succeeding Shiva and Krishna. My name is not Ananamurti, my name is Sri Prabhāda Sarkar. This type of replies Baba mm. had given, so they told me that you see what is his answers? I said yes, I have read it. So do you still believe Baba is God? Mm. I said yes, Baba is God. Still believe. Then he uh, sarcastically said that in the eyes of devotees, when I said yes, Baba is God. In spite of all these answers I say Baba is God. Then said in the eyes of devotees. Then I told them God is always God in the eyes of devotees. He is not God in the eyes of non-believers. <laughs> then he laughed at Baba. And he also passed some charitable uncharitable remarks. I said, He is Dharma Guru. You may not believe in Him, but lacks of persons believe. So you should not speak lowly about Him. That doesn't behove your personality. You are such a big officer, so be careful about passing any remark on a dharma group. Mm. And he again laughed, oh, you are becoming so dogmatic, and I feel very much uh, sympathetic to you that now your last days are coming, and like this in order to terrorize Mm. me. He said, I said, you should not be worried about me. And uh, I am fully concerned about my safety. But uh, never try to cast aspersions on the personality of a spiritual person. Mm. And he again laughed it away. Next day, and his statement could not be recorded that day because of delay in the arrival of judge and the deposition of another witness which consumed all the time. So next day he had to come again for giving his testimony. So next day he did not come. Then I asked the other officers, what's the reason he has not come? Today he has to give the final statement. Then they told me that uh, a very unfortunate incident happened, tragic incident happened in his family, that his son was driving motorcycle. The previous evening, he was driving motorcycle and he met with an accident. He died on the spot, Mm. and that boy was to be married after a week. His engagement has been Mm. fulfilled by the bright side, Mm. and uh, preparations were on way for the marriage, and this sad incident happened. And that's why he has not come. He has taken leave for a month. So I also felt very sad that such a tragic incident had happened. After a month, when he came to the court, I found that he was not only sad, he had become almost half of his physical body, I can say, a well-built personality. He appeared very slim, where his uh, you know, cheeks had gone inside. Mm. And uh, I felt very pity, very sympathetic uh, to see his pathetic condition. And I went to him and I sympathized. I'm very sorry that uh, such a thing has happened in your house. Uh, Just then he nodded his head. He didn't uh, try to talk much with me, but he had some feeling that I had cursed him and that's why this incident has happened. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I, I I am a sannyasi. I always think for the welfare of others. I never think ill of others, whatever may be the differences, but uh, it is the dharma's duty to take any action or not to take any action. I do not interfere in this matter. I never think any Ill of anybody. So never think that because of my curse this thing has happened. But uh, of course I will always tell you to be cautious while passing remark on his spiritual personality. Please restrain yourself and avoid giving any type of such comments which is sort of humiliating the personality of a noble person. He also just uh, gave a very I can say not very happy expression and uh, he was still in a very I can say critical mood and uh, finally I told him that you know Dharma always retaliates the humiliation of dharma guru you please remember it and thereafter i also wrote an article which was printed in pradyabharati mentioning this incident in short so you see the supreme lord dharma the decree of dharma is inevitable nobody can escape from it. So that's why one must stick to dharma steadfastly. And dharma guru, he has this supreme status in the life of his spiritualist. A person who is totally dedicated and devoted to dharma guru, his victory is 100% assured. He will never be uh, Denied success because of the support of Dharma. So I feel that uh, I am very supremely blessed that I got Baba as my Guru, who is actually the personification of divinity, divinity personified. And uh, so whatever guidance I received from him has helped me to move on the path of spirituality as well as to lead a very worthwhile, a very inspired, jubilant, vibrant human life. When I was sent to jail, (coughs) then I told the jail superintendent who knew me from before because after Baba went to jail, I used to conduct demonstrations and several times the police arrested the demonstrators and I used to meet them in the jail and this, that superintendent used to arrange a meeting in his own chamber. He, when he gave due respect to the sannyasis. So he was knew me from that time. So when I was arrested, and I was produced before him, I told him that you should not act under the instructions of CBI. You should act according to the jail manual. So what are the legal provisions that should be applied in my case? Not because CBI pressurize you to take any action against me and you jump jump into that action. So that will not be welcome. And he said, no, 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 why should I uh, work under the instruction of CBI? I will do according to the jail manual. But when I was sent inside the jail, then the very first day, they fettered my legs and they handcuffed my hands. And then they put me in solitary confinement. It was totally illegal, illegal thing, Mm. because I was under trial prisoner. And I had to be treated as an innocent person till I am, my guilt is proved, I am an innocent person. And I was editor of a daily paper and weekly magazine. And these were all recognized by the government. So my status was also better, of better class business. And so I should have been put in that better class world. But they did not put me in better-class world. They put me in a very, uh, very you can say, uh, dirty and uh, inglorious world, where hardened criminals are lost. Mm. And they were torched very strongly, severely. And their cries can make a gentleman's insane. Mm. Such was the horrible situation there and I was put in solitary confinement. Actually that word was jail within jail. Mm. Any person doing any act of offense in the jail was put there. Mm. And a person doing illegal act outside the jail is put in the jail. Mm. and person doing illegal act inside the jail is put in that solitary confinement. And I was just entered in the jail and they put me there. So itself, it was itself a, an illegal act. So, but I was not so conversant with all these mm. laws. But uh, when I went there, uh, the superintendent came to see me. And he just came to say, the I'm handcuffed and my legs are fettered or not." <coughs> I told him, "Is it fair? Uh, is it in the jail manual that a person who just entered the jail, who is under trial prisoner, he should be handcuffed and fettered?" Uh, he kept mum, and then he said, "Okay, okay." Um, uh, you just stay here and the judge will see what happens to you. And because of the emergency and the tyranny of Hindra Gandhi, all we're sure that we have no future. We have a very bleak future and uh, we will die in the jail itself. They were all sure, all the administrative persons were sure, the jail officers as well as CBI officers. So he did sort of this type of torturous, uh, you know, environment and physical body. um, They put under severe strain. Actually, that time I was alone physically, Mm -hmm. solitary confinement. So, it was a constant communion with him, constant communion, because mind was very inspired in very high spirit. It was not an ordinary spirit. Yes, it was not on earth, and I used to feel that I can conquer all the obstacles which will come in my way. And after being subjected to these tortures, I wrote to the court, <coughs> mm. when I produced, that these things have happened to me and it is against law. Mm. Uh, why should an undertrial prisoner should be subjected with this type of treatment? And then, you know, the judge sent my petition to the superintendent for his comments that whether the charges level against you are correct. And after superintendent had received this uh, uh, a sort of so-called notice, you can say that why an action should not be taken against him for subjecting an undertrial prisoner with this type of tortures. So he came early in morning in my cell, and he told that uh, you have. Uh, Given allegations against me to the court. I said, No allegation. You tell me any word which is written is a lie? Is it not 100% truth? What allegation? I have stated what is truth. Then he said, You know what will be the consequences? I said, What consequences? We can do anything to you." Then I told him, My body is in your custody. You can do anything to my body, but you can't touch my mind and my spirit. It roams in infinity. But remember that you are accountable for any action that you do. Don't think that I am in the prison, in solitary confinement, whole on mortgage in jail. Nobody is to take my care. And so you have the liberty to do any nasty things. You are answerable for every action that you do. And he became very hesitated, but also he became frightened. He, I found his facial expression, as if he could not tolerate my words of confidence and enthusiasm. So he, after again scolding and threatening, he left. And after a week of this incident, you know, in the jail, during daybreak and during sunset, counting is done, whether the number of prisoners is correct or anybody is missing. So, it was a holy day, you know, holy, it is a color festival in India. Hmm. On that color festival day, at the time of evening count, counting of the prisoners, hmm. 13 persons were missing and the superintendent became very surprised how it has happened that 13 persons are not in the prison. According to the number in the register, 13 persons should be there, but they were missing. So now the entire staff was engaged in searching operation throughout the jail, whether they are hiding somewhere or they are in some other ward, but they could not find any other place. Then finally they started searching the factory inside the jail. In that factory they found some hole. And then when they entered the hole, it went out of the jail premises. Mm -hmm. So they got surprised how such a big hole could be dug. And nobody could know, and next day when the experts were brought to see about uh, the construction of that uh, hole, then they said that it must have been done in two and a half months time. And you see nobody, no officer, no other guard could know that this thing, or no other prisoner could know except those who were involved in the operation that the hole is being dug and 13 prisoners had gone out. And that, uh, you know, the superintendent was sad beyond description. Mm -hmm. And in uh, around 11 p.m., he came to my cell and uh, he was looking at me. I was sleeping at that time Mm -hmm. and the guards told him that should I awaken Swamiji? Then he said, no, 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 do not disturb him. And next day, warrant of arrest was issued against him. You see. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the person who mm. came... His son is come Ah, And you know, he absconded, mm. He absconded and finally arrested. And he was given bail also later. But this is Baba's Lila, you know. So Baba says you are never helpless or alone. And you see, when that time I was not in contact with any other person. And put in such a cell where any person can go mad, any gentle person. Then, because that was a place for hardened criminals. Mm. They were tortured, they were screaming, and they were crying like it. And uh, next day, the guards told me the superintendent had come, and this had happened. So, But he, Baba did not make me mind reactive. Mm. He kept my mind revolutionary. And Baba used to, Baba used to tell me that there are three types of persons – reactionaries, reformists and revolutionaries. You have to be a revolutionary person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> revolutionary. revolution uh, means uh, thinking for the cause and its correct solution. Mm-hmm. That should be the revolutionary approach, not because somebody abused me and I got reacted. Mm-hmm. That is not the proper answer. So, and this type of many other things has happened, you know, in the jail, like uh, once uh, when I was alone, uh, then uh, they first told me that you have to take food from the common kitchen. And I said that uh, I will not take that food because it may contain onion garlic or if not onion garlic it will be prepared in the same pot in which onion garlic food is prepared so this is against my spiritual discipline i will not take it the jail authority said that no this is the law i said well i will go on fast i will remain on fast i am not worried about uh, the law here, because the guru's guru's instruction is more important than these types of law. And uh, I stopped taking food. I, I told him that you give me the raw cereals, etc., and I will prepare everything myself. Or if you give some attendant, it is well and good, otherwise I can prepare myself and I will do that food, but not from that common kitchen. And you know, from morning till evening I did not take anything, and they got very much worried, and two deepest of attendants came to me, and they told me that, Swamiji, every day when we wake up, we pray to the God, that our today should go happily, because when we come to our duty, we always feel that we do not know what type of disaster situation will take place today. Because in the jail, you know, so much class and quarrel and even murders used to take place. Mm. Such was the situation there. And uh, that's why they said that we pray to God that today let my go happily. My day should not be in a very uh, sad situation. And now when a saint like you is on fast, then our future is very bleak. It is very dark. (laughs) So please break your fast. This is my prayer to you. You are a sentry person." I said, but I can't take food from that kitchen. Then they told me that uh, they have spoken to the IG and the IG may take uh, some favorable decision tomorrow. So you take something uh, so that we can communicate that Swamiji has also honored our request. Then I said, uh, if it is the case, then I can take milk and sliced bread which you can bring from the hospital, but not from that common kitchen. So they said, yes, it will be done. So they brought milk and sliced bread and I took it. And next day, the Aji Prisons granted me the liberty to cook the food myself or with the help of some other and take self cooked food and not from the common kitchen. And you see, this was the situation when 300 uh, Khalistani terrorists and 200 Pakistani terrorists from j they were locked in Tihar jail. And they had also made such a demand that you please give us raw materials and we will cook our food. You need not give any attendant to help us. We will do it ourselves. But uh, please give us this facility. But the I.G. prisons denied that facility. But you know, Baba has given us that in this prison of 3,000 persons, I was the only person who was given this privilege To cook the food in my own cell and to take the food prepared with my own hands Mm. and with the help of some other prisoners, good prisoners. And thus, you know, uh, this way, you know, Baba's grace was always available to me. (laughs) In the prison also, in every step I found that Baba was helping. So he is a Mandala And about this Akanda Mandala also, I had a very beautiful experience, which I used to feel sometimes, how he is a Mandala Karam. He has a physical body, and we say he is Akanda means indivisible. <coughs> you know, uh, when uh, they were torturing me, subjecting to severe tortures, you know. They used to beat by cane. They used to squeeze my penis with the help of their boot. Mm-hmm. And they used to conduct place interrogation. And when my eyes used to become, you know, close because of uh, lack of sleep. They used to uh, hammer it with the butt of the rifle. Mm -hmm. So, such, uh, so many torturous things had taken place. Then, uh, you know, I, in Very in some critical moments of these tortures, when I used to feel I will go mad or I will die, Mm. and I had such experiences, then uh, I heard Baba's sweet voice Santo have you got afraid of the tortures? Have you got frightened? And then you know, I used to feel like electric current running through my veins, mm. and uh, I used to say, I am the disciple of Maha called Sri Shri, Shri Mukti Ji." Mm. And then, you know, I felt very soothing. Not that torture which has given me the experience of going mad or just awaiting death in near future. Mm. These all used to disappear immediately after my dialogue with Baba. Mm. So this happened twice and, and, you know, always they used to keep my hand handcuffed. Mm. And when I even used to go to bathroom, The other end of the handcuff was kept by the constable in his own hand. Mm. They were afraid that I may escape from the jail, you see. (laughs) Although they had vacated one unit of uh, CVI, Economic Offenses Wing, complete unit was vacated for my interrogation and it was guarded guarded by Delhi, armed police from all around that unit. None else was allowed to enter without the permission of the D.I.G. And uh, I was not allowed to sleep. And when the officers or constables used to go for food or for rest, they used to lock my one end of my handcuff with the grill of the window. Mm. And in that situation, neither I could sit nor I could stand. Mm. It was such a Mm. torturous And, and I used to feel how insensitive they are. I had a very good opinion about CBI that it is a premier investigating agency and it uh, arrives at the real truth mm. after investigating a matter. But they are taking such uh, third-grade tortures on a person mm. who has been doing intellectual work. Mm. So it always created a very adverse opinion about CBI in my mind. So after two such incidents, when Baba used to say, have you got worried? Are you mentally disturbed? And then I said, No, I am the mm. disciple of Maha called Sri Sri Ji. Mm. And you know, on the third occasion, when it happened, then I said, Baba, you are a Mandala Karam. Mandala khandamandalakaram always in spite of the fact that i used to believe internally that baba is god occasionally this there was a you know a very thin line of question mark in my mind how baba with physical body can be a Mandalakaram. It is uh, something incongruous, it is something incompatible. But when Baba, twice with his sweet voice, asked me, he was asking me, Are you frightened? And the reply is spontaneously coming Baba, I am the disciple of Mahakal Sri Sri Ji. This, only this much implication was that the disciple of Sri Sri Ji can never feel frightened, can never feel fearful. So on the third occasion, I bowed before Baba, Baba, you are Akhanda Mundana So that, that thin line of question which used to emerge occasionally in my mind, was removed by Baba, mm. by this experience, during my tortures. When Baba spoke to you, was it like you hear His voice in your head, or outside of your head, I used to hear in my ears. Yeah. Do you feel like it's in your head, or coming outside into your ears? Coming inside my ears,
1: mm-hmm.
0: coming inside. Yes, uh, I used to hear very clearly. Mm. And that time, you know, my mind used to become vacuum. And I used to feel I will go mad Mm. or I will die. Such type of feeling used to appear in my mind. And in such critical moments, when I felt. as if uh, what will happen, I am not sure of it. Mm. Then, you know, the voice, twice it appeared mm. that, have you got frightened? Mm. Have you got fearful? Then I said, Baba, I am the disciple of Maha Koshriya <laughs> And, you know, it always gave another life to me. And also, the Sakanda Mandala Karam, this, the inner essence of this mantra, this Guru Vandana became very clear to me. Mm. We chose to create questions after questions earlier, and the thin line of that question was Sri Pai Baba. And I became totally doubt-free person. Mm. <laughs> there even no doubt about it, not yet. And uh, I wait any doubt to appear <laughs> about Baba, but Baba never allows it. <laughs> this I have seen. So I always feel that uh, if I have anything to ask Baba, I only ask, but Baba, I should always feel indebted to you, obliged to you. My this feeling that I'm always obliged to you for your grace for your sweetness, for your softness, for your kindness. This obligation, feeling of obligation, should remain permanent in my mind. I should never feel that I have done something because of my own prowess, because of my own talent, or my own genius, or my own qualities. It is all because of you. So I am always obliged to you, Baba, that you came in my life and this light became blessed this I feel coming to baba kripa ke